A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. He saw two boats there alongside the lake. The fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing. But at your command, I will lower the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come to help them. They came and filled both boats so that the boats were in danger of sinking. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish had, they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What's your everything? What's your everything? At the end of today's gospel, Jesus says to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will be, you will be catching men. And, and when they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. And, and, and the everything, you know, is everything that they were used to, what they thought their life was going to be, their fishing careers. Because something happened that made them realize that this thing, this thing that just happened to me is more important than everything that I once held dear. And this thing that happened to me, right, isn't a thing at all, but a person that happened to me. And the Lord enters into the boat of Simon and and speaks to the crowds, and Simon has a front row seat to that. And then after he finishes speaking, he turns to Simon and he says, put out your nets for a catch. And, and Simon doesn't really believe that anything's going to happen, but okay, master, you, if you say so, I'll do it. Like, it's just to prove you wrong, right? And he hauls in this miraculous catch. And really what the Lord is communicating is that I can give you the everything. Right? I can give you the everything. And so leaving everything also, it, it, it really implies I'm going to leave my idea of everything or I'm going to leave the idea behind that I can do everything on my own. And, and that's why we're here, right? That's why we 
come to Mass on Sundays. That's why we come to Eucharistic Adoration. That's why we come to worship God, because we worship the one that can give us everything that we cannot give to ourselves. And what's your everything? Is it, what is it that you're holding on to, right? What is it that you're holding on to? And everybody has a different experience of that encounter with our Lord, which is what's so beautiful about today's readings, because there's Peter or Simon, who, you know, he, he always is kind of the one that's back and forth and back and forth. And, and his brother Andrew had already seen and encountered Jesus, like he was the one who was with John the Baptist, and Andrew was maybe farther along in some kind of a conversion process as he followed John. But then John pointed and said, Behold the Lamb of God. And Andrew went and followed him. And James and John, witnessing things from a distance, and as they witnessed what happened to Peter, they wanted that too. And the Lord looked at him and and called them as well. And then St. Paul, who talks about being born abnormally, being born abnormally because St. Paul had been a persecutor of the church. So after the conversion of these four and then the rest of the 12 and then the crowds and, and, and the sort of emergence of the way or the emergence of Christianity, in that emergence of Christianity, Paul is holding on to his everything, which is Judaism. And he's persecuting those who would teach anything other than the law. And then he's born abnormally because Jesus comes to him and on the road to Damascus and he says, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And the thing that happens to Paul is mercy. It's mercy. It's this moment in which he recognizes, oh my gosh, I've been doing the wrong thing. There's something different. There's something more. I was wrong. And even though I was wrong, this person, this person, still desires to redeem me. And then he leaves everything. And he has to live in a perpetual state of humility, which says I was wrong. And now I cannot live any other way. It's like the one who makes a living amends of their life because they've wronged so many people that it's it's difficult to make up you know, proper amends to each of them. And so they just like, it's kind of an interior resolution to, to just live my life in such a way that will make reparation for the sins that I've committed in my past or the wrongs that I've done to people in my past. St. Paul's living amends is to spread the gospel throughout the known world.
And so what's your everything? And, and what that question really comes down to is what are you holding on to? What are your ideas that you're holding on to? What, what are the parts of your heart that, that Jesus desires to be transformed? Where are you reluctant to, to admit that you're wrong? What's the state of your marriage right now? What's the state of your family life right now? Where, what's the state of love in the relationships that you have? Do you hold on to your own ideal of a daily schedule to the, to the extreme of sacrificing attending Mass on Sunday because, because your everything is... revolves around your idea of what your Sunday looks like. Whether that's my Sunday looks like sports or my Sunday looks like activities and my Sunday might look like work. Like what, what's your everything? Do you have an everything that's that's your idea of how it is that you're supposed to be redeemed. You know, like oftentimes, especially like good, 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 good Catholic people who, who are enslaved to sin and, and there, there are lots of ways to, to, uh, to, to escape from that slavery. But they're really like drawn into one way, right? One way, like I, like I have to get free in this particular way, in this particular building, in this particular group of people. And, uh, and, it, and it just doesn't seem to be working. Well, well part of that is your everything is, is your desire to save yourself rather than to allow our Lord to save you. And, and sometimes it takes a willingness to do whatever it takes, right? The willingness to do whatever it takes means huh, I'll go to any lengths. I'll go to any lengths. You know, this, this last weekend I was at a focus conference in Denver and I was pre-recording my talks and, and um, just had the chance to talk to many people. And um, I had the opportunity to reflect on penances, you know, and, and how, like, or asceticism, and, and, and so, so, so many people, you know, they're, they might be trapped in sin, and, uh, and there, there are programs, you know, to help people to, to be free from those, like 12-step programs really are there to help people who are enslaved to sin to be free, and, um, and but, but there's so much reluctance to that in the church sometimes, because it's not, like, organically part of and, uh, and and I was just reflecting on like sometimes we romanticize like spiritual disciplines like there's always the story of like the monk who goes to the abbot and says like how do I grow in perfection and the abbot says okay so here's a, a broom I want you to plant this broomstick in the backyard and, and water it every day now like the broomstick is never going to grow branches and fruit or anything it, it's just a matter of discipline and like his willingness to be obedient and we praise the monk who would do that and his willingness to be obedient and and to do the thing that that he doesn't necessarily want to do or he doesn't understand why but but he does it with an open heart 
Like how many people would be willing to do something like that, but they're not willing to walk into a 12-step room? I mean, which is harder to do or which is easier to do? And sometimes, you know, like doing those things, right? Doing whatever it takes to be free. That's the everything, right? That's the everything. And our Lord is relentless and he desires our whole hearts and he's not going to be satisfied until he has it. And, and we shouldn't be afraid of that, right? Don't be afraid because I'm making you fishers of men. Don't be afraid because like, the gift that our Lord desires to give you is so much better than what you could build for yourself, what you could imagine for yourself, what you could produce for yourself. And if you're willing to take a risk to step into that space of the everything, of, of saying, okay, I'm leaving everything. I'm leaving all my ideas, all my selfishness, all my preconceived notions, and I'm just gonna be open to whatever it is, Lord, that you desire to do for me, I'm open. Whatever it is, I'll do. I'm gonna follow you even to the ends of the earth. Whatever it is, I'll do. If you're willing to do that, that's when the Lord fulfills this promise that whoever gives up father or mother or brother or sister children lands for my sake and the sake of this gospel will receive a hundred times more. A hundred times more comes when we're willing to give up the everything and it's worth giving up the everything and, and our Lord is trustworthy. Our Lord is trustworthy. The one who gave his life on the cross and died so that you could live, so that you could have the eternal everything is trustworthy. And so today, dear brothers and sisters, let us pray for that grace to be willing to give up everything for the sake of our Lord for the sake of receiving the hundredfold. That he may be glorified in our own lives. And that we may be a witness of light shining in the darkness of the world around us.